9000 episode 132 whisper in your lover's ear text the old sound hawk 303-548-6877 sound hawk welcome back you just sound like you're just chilling on a wednesday night laying in a big beanbag chair down in the basement old times are new again this is roots people this is where it all began down in this basement you'd have to dig deep into the archives Eh, not that far no, we should we should find that at some point. Maybe maybe you can share that on Instagram in some unique way. What are you talking about? Find our last basement episode because uh. at some point I, I I was like we don't record in the basement anymore. We're big time now. We record upstairs by the by the window. The one I remember I remember two. I remember in that room drinking a forty. Mm-hmm. That would be episode forty ounces to freedom. Is that episode ten? That's early. Wow. Then there was, remember there was one that was like, it felt, remember it felt like, it was probably like 90 minutes, but it felt like so epic because it was really long. And I think we were drinking during that one as well. That we've also recorded on my back patio. Those were good times too. Those are good too. We could do that again. We could do anything, but this is episode 132, Kim Deal Appreciation Society. Welcome. Is that a fan club? Is that a full, full name title? Why don't you just start right there? Let me dig into that for you, Mark. Uh, it's a society that I, that I created. I think I actually created it back in the 90s, unwittingly. Constantly listening to the Breeders. Oh, I thought this was just because you went to the reunion I, show. Well, I did go to the Breeders show, and it was even more fabulous than I could have imagined. Really? Oh, yeah. She's the best. Kim Deal, Kelly Deal, they are the real deal. <laughs> that, that's not even on script. <laughs> Shit, oh. I just... <laughs> you didn't open that yet, did no, you? No, I didn't. Speaking Four, of... 40 Ounces to Freedom is episode 10. Oh, that's it's a, an upslope experimental Harbinger India Pale Ale. That's a level poth- one carcinogen. Posthumous Harbinger. Could be posthumous. Posthumous. What was that one? Badminton with the spray on lady. An hour and 28 minutes. That one was a huge hit. That was a great show. Well, what I remember is the warm up for that show. <laughs> that was a huge. It was. And then we played badminton after. No, it was before we warmed up playing badminton. That's oh. why we called it badminton and with the spray-on lady. <laughs> Who was the spray-on lady? <laughs> it came from one of the stories discussed within. Which episode is that? That is... Oh, shit. I just scrolled away. Let me look. That's a, I, I think that's one worth revisiting. There's, there's some jewels in there. Um, I just passed my egg roll with our Kanye rap. I'm going to say, here we go, Batman with the Sprint. 10 semen straws for $1,000. Episode 21. Was that the, the, the tagline on that one? No. That's, I was looking at different episode titles. Oh, that was the one with the bull. That's the that bull. You could buy his really super potent 
jizz in little straws. What's episode 19? Clearly a classic. Episode 19? Snowflake and Stardust. Oh, man. Episode 18, Tox Detox. So much history. That was a sponsored show. It was. We used to have sponsors. Now we have patrons. Oh, here's some interviews we did. Carney, good times. Moving on. (laughs) Kim and Kelly Deal. So the show was good. It was great. Is this an episode of live music? Uh, I felt like I was recording an episode of live music. What's crazy is like the, the days, even like the four or five days after that, I was so excited to tell you all about it. But, oh. then, but then yeah, I'm old and the memory of things fades. <laughs> you can't remember it anymore. No, but I, my brother and I went, and I don't know if he listened to the Breeders as much as I did, but when I used to drive around in my uh, 1982 Saab 900 in sort of a light navy blue. Oh, this is a Saab before the Saab I know. Yeah, you never saw this Saab. This was my dad's old Saab that he let my brother and I drive. Cassette player. That last splash, that Breeders album, one of the few cassettes that I never, one of the few cassettes that I never, ever once uh, took out of that car. And I would listen to that album all the time. And so it was so cool because they played a bunch of it. And I don't know, it just made me really happy. Have you listened to the new album? Um, I've listened to a few songs. Wait, listen to this. Look. I made a live recording. It's a good idea to rove it around the mic like that. It, it uh, trips the monitor. Tight as ever, though. Oh, a whistle. <laughs> the crowd's loving it. They love it. So the show was great. I could go on for hours about Kim Deal, probably. What do you like about it, Josh? Here's what I'll say. I knew so many people growing up who were just obsessed with the Pixies. Yeah, not me. And I, was, I was like, yeah, they had some good songs. Guess what their best song was? Gigantic, the one that she wrote. Yeah, totally. And I'm like, why? I wish she wrote more of their songs because all the Breeder songs are so good. I heard good. her. Was she on Mark Marion or something like that? She was. But actually, the, my one of my favorite episodes of Mark Marion is when Steve Albini, the oh, yeah. fabled producer, was on. He's a hard and Mark, ass. Uh, bit, or Mark, uh, Mark Bittman. <laughs> Mark Marion asked him about. Speaking of. <laughs> Mark Marion asked him about the Pixies, and he was kind of like, meh. They were okay. He's like, but Kim Deal. Yeah. Now she's a real artist. And he's like, Shit worked with her a bit. bunch. No, I was like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> it was one of those. I knew it. Uh-huh. I, it was like a b- very brushing and outburst <laughs> by myself listening to that podcast. By Because I just always thought that the, the uh, breeders were way more interesting than the pixies. I didn't know the breeders at all until that hit. I'll tell you too, Mark. Um, I never got into the pixies. Nah. I mean, they have some good songs, but... Pet Shop Boys? Sure. Yeah, I mean, Pet Shop Show... <laughs> Mark, you've read episodes Josh. one and two of Sweet Nothings, uh, my oh. screenplay treatment. <laughs> uh, I, what I've been trying to do now is kind of... Novelize it. Novelize it, and I tell you what... It's just going well. Breeders, a oh. huge part of that. Now, the more that I think about it, it's just... It's at the core of it. I love that Ooh. music. I used to listen to it all the time. It, it makes me feel emotions, Mark. Oh. <laughs> that uh, are, you know emotions you feel throughout your life but i i, I, I can detect the barbs you, you do feel emotions all your life down back through my ears what the fuck are you what down the <laughs> annals of my timeline man <laughs> so what's crazy is after the breeders we decided to go look for my friend his his uh instagram handle is at grand theft autism no wait a minute 
we have been following somebody named Sheldon Bromthorpe. Oh, that's my friend Greg. Who never, I was like, what? I, so many times I almost was like, get rid of this. I don't know what this is. Yeah, and then he finally didn't... went to like Japan and started posting all these pictures. Yeah. And I'm like, I know that guy. That happened on my personal account too, because he never posts. And then I was seeing all these pictures of temples and whatnot. I was like, who the fuck is in Japan? And then I saw a picture of him feeding a deer. I was like, oh, it's Greg. It's and Greg. then I saw his daughter there feeding a deer. I was like, oh, he took oh, his was, daughter. I was to about Japan. to say his last name. No, don't say his last name. I'm not going to say, but I, he's, he's the paranoid. one. He wouldn't like that. Exactly. That's why I'm not. But he's the one who you claim had no nickname. Yeah. Yeah, not you true. Met him. He had a nickname. The King. I told you we called him King. <laughs> okay. Because he act, He was like a blue blood. He acted very lordly. Oh, did he? Very lordly. Interesting. Uh, Grand Theft Autism, one of our friends from back there. He's from, he's from Littleton. He's a good guy. He works at the Lion's Lair. Oh, is he here? He's in Denver, yeah. Oh, Wait a minute. So my brother and I had had a few oh, beers at the Breeders and then we're like, let's go to the lion's lair and let's see if Brandon's there. He wasn't there, but listen to what was there, Mark. That's a uke. Yeah. Playing like what, Mendelssohn or something. <laughs> yeah, it's Mendelssohn. <laughs> it's a piece of classical music. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I was about to pick it up. Oh, yeah, you were so close. If only I'd recorded a second one. I think that's Fugue in C minor. Oh, boy. But anyway, that was exciting, too. Then there was this amazing dude playing a Tampa. you just have a night out? Yeah. It was a great night. Uh, Paid for it a bit next day, but. Old man. Well worth it. Plenty of level one carcinogens were guzzled. All that coal dust, wood dust. Wood dust was inhaled. (laughs) Leather dust was mixed with water and. Formed into a paste. Speaking of a level one carcinogen. all open wounds. Reaper update. Oh. When was that? Last ep? That wasn't that just last ep we were talking that about? That was Natch Reacts. Uh, that was the last yeah. episode Cocoa Poops? Yeah. Yeah. We, we had uh, those dudes eating the hot peppers. U.S. News, April 10, 2018. A 34-year-old man had to go to the emergency room. After he ate a Carolina Reaper pepper. During a New York eating competition, the excruciating pain. I think we're both having pronunciation problems. I don't like that I'm the only one getting painted with that brush. <laughs> oh, that was brush. intentional. <laughs> oh, right. That was it. I said excruciating pain. No, you were tripping and you deftly caught yourself. No, the excruciating pain he experienced in his head and neck was caused by constriction of blood vessels in his brain. But he's since fully recovered. Take it easy. With your little extreme food tricks, everybody. My brother uh, has got my <laughs> oldest son uh, hooked on hot wings. And so we watched a bunch of these. Like, that's, where, are you, where are you getting hot wings? My brother makes hot wings. Oh, he makes them. So actually, them. on that last episode of Natch Reacts, when we were look, watching that video of those two dudes eating the peppers in Central Park, mm-hmm. my brother had shown that to my son and I the night before. <sighs> you got that whole ep from your son. That's where you also got the watermelon. Well, no. My brother gave me the hot pepper. My son gave me watermelon. So it was a family affair, dude. I'm sorry. I pulled from... It's a family affair. There are no limits, no restrictions on where I can find my inspiration. Of course not. Don't come down on me. Nobody's coming down on you. Wait, what was my point? Take it easy there. Oh, uh, he, he, my son now wants to get together with my brother and try that epi- that show, The Hot Ones. They have their own, like their own hot sauce that's mm-hmm. super hot but it's also supposed to have like flavor profile too it's not just sheer pain i was about to do that too but yeah they want to try it together 
Do they want to do the whole so, contest? No. Hotter, hotter, hotter? No. No, but so now I'm in the position of, do I police that shit? Oof. Is his little head going to Well, your brother has a kid. Yeah, but his kid's not interested in hot sauce, and mine is. He's not going to explode your son's head. I'm not thinking that he will, but should I let him try this radically insane sauce? Oh, you need to absolutely. Be in a, you don't have to be a fully formed adult. Oh, I see. Not a reaper. No, I don't know if it's a reaper, well, you do a little hot as shit. Little, little t- uh, I, see. I think even a little, you could kill half your taste buds if they're still forming. <laughs> I don't know if that's yeah, true. These are questions for a natural food insider who has no answers. All right, moving I on. I would say go for it and laugh hysterically as they try to guzzle milk and vomit in the backyard. Be sure to film it. Yep, put it on a story. Do not... Uh, Waste that what? opportunity. What? what is this? Chances with Wolves t-shirt sighting at Oblio's Pizzeria in Park Hill? Oh, yeah, dude. We were uh, at Oblio's watching uh, game one of the Avalanche playoff series against the Nashville Predators. Sitting at the <sighs> bar, and my wife's okay. looking over because she's not really watching the game. And she's like, I hear her say, is that a Chances with Wolves t-shirt to this girl? And I look over, and there's this girl with a Chances with Wolves t-shirt. So one, your wife knows. Well, I guess my actually our house would know that, too. My wife's very familiar with Chances with Pulse. Mm. She knew about it before you knew about it. Well, that's probably true. we were sharing it okay, before I shared it with you. You are confrontational now I'm that you're not... I'm just standing up for my lady. <laughs> now that you're off the game show <laughs> domination mic. Oh, well, that's a lot of work, man. Yeah, I have you're to all host amped, the game show. You're all amped up. But I have to fight your impulse to interrupt. Because <laughs> it's supposed to be a, a sleek beast, like a dolphin, a yeah, porpoise. You, you, hey. A porpoise with purpose. If listeners to the show here, if you have not dabbled into the Reacts world, you get on that now. It is it is a masterpiece and many props to Josh. Quick hit, too. Quick you could, hit. You could knock it out while you're... Skater boy. Take a shit, brush your teeth tomorrow morning. You know, your shit shower and shave and l- routine. Listen It'll to carry it. you through that. Absolutely. So I would think that my wife, my wife would... Oh, fuck. I was... Oh, yeah, God, no, don't say that. That's so dumb to... Um, yeah. Uh... She's familiar with the artistry of Chances with Wolves, but kids, I think, would spot it first, and mm. they would do the same thing. Is that a t-shirt? But then in secret, whenever I play it at home and they hear the, oh. they're like, no, no, my kids, no. My kids complain about the wolf howling. Well, it's just not pop radio, right? So we're, we're starting to make strides, a little bit of strides with the kids. That's great. You know what I've noticed about those Chances with Wolves t-shirts? What? They're like 50 bucks whenever they do those runs. Good. Make yeah, some money, dudes. He, well, they're like high-end, like... I'll buy a high-end t-shirt to well, support a high-end radio broadcast. Hey, we are proud supporters of Chances with Wolves on Patreon. I know, we are. And that's why I put this in the dock. Ring, and ring. That's, uh, oh, no, it's, that's not queued up. I Is mean, it coming later? No, it's calling later. But this lady, uh, I think she and her husband had just moved from Brooklyn, and they kind of knew one of the guys. Did you bond over it? They were just getting takeout. So we had fleeting moments to share details. Could have had a friend for life. But I think they were equally as surprised as we were to see that t-shirt there. They were (laughs) equally surprised. To get noticed. To be harangued by a family of four who all knew (laughs) exactly what that t-shirt meant. I said this to Jenny today. I've been thinking it's, I haven't bought like a, I don't know, it's not a logo, a slogan t-shirt, a a branded t-shirt. Yeah. In years. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna get one like a Bronner's shirt or a, oh, but you got to pick your brands wisely. Yeah, you don't want to be wearing like a Jergens shirt. <laughs> Although Jergens with just an arrow pointing down, that would be a funny shirt. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want it to be funny. Okay. Be... Oh, your 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 post 
uh, post ironic. Like, should I get an? I could get an oh yeah, dude shirt. That'd be like a inner circle. It would. That's worth it. Support them a little you bit. You can pretend like they know who you are. I don't care if they know who I am. I want to support. I want to support the brands I love. No, they're a good brand. I um, love that, oh, dude, good choice with the beanbag chair. I don't give a fuck. I'm glad you mentioned. Oh uh, yeah, dude, because. Okay. Remember, uh, probably a year ago, I told you I had that weird dream where I, I was in a car. I think I was with Mark Bittman and the car kind of broke down and pulled over. And then Mark Bittman dream. exited the car and kind of like vaporized from the dream. And then I was stranded. And then Seth Romanelli, Mm-mm. Romatelli, mm-hmm. Romatelli comes by on a bicycle and offers to give me a ride. And so I'm like sharing the seat with him with got my hands around his waist and he like is pedaling me down this mountain freeway. You never told me that dream. I know I did because you told me I should call and leave that message for them. Oh. But then I had a dream with Jonathan in it the other night. He was like on stage playing music, but it was like very intimate. It was like... Jonathan's more your style. It was like three or four people like in a small closet. And he was playing and it, and he was just very close, but he had very short cropped hair Ooh. and more tattoos than I think he really has. And he was, he was listening with sweat. He oh, was very active. Lovely. It was a visceral. Was it a young fit Jonathan or more of his he was, middle he was, age, grateful dead mm, head bod? I'll say it was a powerful Jonathan. <laughs> Good to know. Have you seen the movie Captain Fantastic? Uh, I believe I told you to watch With that Viggo movie. Mortensen. Yeah. Well, all right. You are failing to give me credit now. I twice. watched it this week. I've, I've watched like five movies this week. The first movies I've watched in years. Wait, Amish? What? Oh, you've just been watching shows. Yes. Oh, that's sad. Just yeah. completely abandoning the Captain Fantastic. Record. That's a great movie. Uh, what? Uh, uh, the Vampires in the Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows. Hilarious. Uh, Manchester by the Sea. Eh. Dark. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, Jesus, come on. Little Hours. Is that um, about the nuns? Uh-huh. Aubrey Plaza. Directed by a funny person. Uh-huh. It's interesting. Hmm. Anyway. Still didn't watch Thor Ragnarok, though, did you? Is that on Prime? No, but oh, if you liked What We Do in Shadows, yeah. you've got to watch Thor Ragnarok because it's like the same director. <laughs> you know the guy, who, the vampire who's in love with the old woman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he directed that movie. He also directed Thor Ragnarok. Great. And he voices one of the creatures. It's, okay. But that sense of humor is everywhere I'm in that trying, Thor movie. I, I want to have, have no tentacles in the Marvel world. Don't be a dumbass, dude. It's a great movie. <laughs> okay. Just watch it because the guy right. directed it. And the you guy know what will awesome. happen? Two years from now, I'll watch it and, and say how great it was and give you no credit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's not like I need credit for recommending you right. watch a Thor movie. I don't know why I brought up Captain Fantastic. Oh, it's speaking of male naked bodies. Oh, that part's great. <laughs> That's great, right? Yeah, he's like, you've never seen a penis or what's he say? Yeah, he yeah. was a very fit man. You know, did I tell you, we used that movie to explain what sex was to our kids. Because oh, he, he does such a good scene. job on that bus. Because well, the, the, the lady, the girl talks about how yeah, sure. the protagonist in Lolita is actually a rapist and the younger kid's like, what's rape? And he's like, it's when someone... Has sex with someone for This is how you describe sex to your kids? <laughs> we just let him watch that movie and then answered a bunch of questions. It was perfect because he was like, boom, this is what it is. And then that way they don't get embarrassed because it's not us talking about it. It's just Viggo Mortensen. Interesting. You know who what? they know from the Lord of the Rings movies, they're going to respect his, uh, <laughs> his presence. Does, takes care of the sex in this house. Now, 
Hey, he, he broke the ice is what I'm saying. You know why he did a good job? Because he took it matter-of-factly, used the proper terminology, didn't sugarcoat it yeah. one way or the other. Treat him like an adult, like uh, a person. Absolutely. Hey, have you watched Silicon Valley at all? Nope. Never once? Zero times. All right, then never mind. The guy who wrote, I think, and directed Captain Fantastic plays Gavin Belson on that show, who's sort of like, uh, sort of making fun of like Bezos and... All those like huge Silicon Valley tech gods. It's funny. What you watching a bunch of shows? You can't watch that. I watch what's on Netflix or Prime. So thrifty. <laughs> Why don't you through Prime get an HBO membership and Ugh. watch Silicon Valley? Watch Barry. Yeah, there'd be so many I'd have to get into. Watch. Wait, wait. What's Back Barry with Bill Hader where he plays the hitman? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Come on, you're missing out. All right, what is this, Mark? Is this a movie podcast or is this the Natural Living Podcast? <laughs> you're just lounging over there in your beanbag chair. I mean, we can talk about movies and live music all you want. But. Episode live music, another classic. The plant-based Impossible oh, hey, Burger pa, pa. is now available as a White Castle slider. Get out. Can you believe it? Uh, I can't believe there's not a White Castle close enough for me to verify. But you're familiar with the chain. Uh, I did live in Chicago for many years. There you go. Ate me a slider or two at four in the morning once or twice those tiny little buggers with the onions it's good stuff you know why there's five holes in a white uh, castle patty this is why this story is in here no i don't why is that because it takes five shots to kill the rat <laughs> it's not rat meat what? no good not that good i'm just that <laughs> i'm giving you some midwest uh humor it's a midwest oh, joke God, I almost maybe oh hey. <laughs> great <laughs> Speaking of Patreon, uh, I can get it this time. Okay, you and get you can, it. You can give the spiel. Hello. I just think it's a yeah, 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 yeah. It's a sign of things to come that these plant-based, high-end, heme yeah, burgers. Had the, she had the shirt on. Can you believe it? Yeah. Getting those prices down. Yeah, of course. Getting them into those fast food chains. This ain't an elite proposition. No, you don't have to send us. Just one like free. old Hampton Creek trying to get mayonnaise cheaper than anybody else. No, Mark. Mark wants a slogan tee, so send us two, but charge us full price. Uh, I'll give you Mark's credit card number. $100, two shirts, total steal. Mediums. All right, thanks. L no large. Chances with Wolves returning the patronage favor, and they're going to sell us some shirts, Mark. That's what I wanted to tell you about. Um, I know you wanted to talk about live music. No. I dug into my old T-shirt bin, just rotating out some things. <laughs> found a T-shirt that Don't I you see that I'm doing exactly what Seth does? I picked the stories knowing... They're going to trigger some random thought. No, man. The only thing that triggered all this Here it was is. me going to the breeders. And now the t-shirt. You went through your t-shirt drawer. Years ago. with I was thinking about my t-shirt collection. Here we go. I went with Sam, your nemesis Sam. God damn it. To Rhinoceropolis to see women. You know the band women. Hell yeah, I do. Yeah. And uh, I bought a t-shirt there. Mm. It's a great t-shirt. It's a yellow t-shirt. Where is that shirt? With this like tan logo on it. It kind of looks like a rough sketch of a, a cohort of women and it says women on it but the the words are in the same scrawl so it doesn't you know it doesn't look like it has words on it which is what i like i don't like a bang you over the head with a yeah, stick yeah I, I know that i'm with you on that i like a the tickle of a feather no words but more there's than, a, more occasionally words, more than words I, mean. I do know what you mean it's what it means to me where's that shirt i haven't seen that shirt Oh, I just folded it. It's clean. It's oh, upstairs. you do wear it then. I, it's back in the rotation. I, I had avoided wearing any shirt with any sort of p 
picture or logo um, for so long because I just don't. I don't. I'm not your billboard. The Simpatico, my friend. Love, love those women records and listen to them at a pivotal point in my life, or maybe not pivotal. We'll just this is what I'm saying. It's some sort of phase of life, kids, and we're like, I want to. I've been with you. No words, letters, slogans, anything on the shirts. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, I'm gonna get a few in the mix. Yeah, just to wear them around and feel like, oh yeah. But I wait. like that band. <laughs> oh, I see. So you want to like, but you're adding new layers. You want to well, get the Bronner shirt. Um, that's what I'm saying. Hey, I'm you're like, going to a fish show. I'm sure you can get oh, a Oh, I got to get a fish shirt. Don't wear that over here. <laughs> I wear it every time. Um, uh, I need the Chuck Abbott cue. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pretend it just happened. No. I'll, maybe I'll put it back in. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you won't. Listen to all this is Chuck Abbott. <laughs> No, I can, I, I China, can access it. Don't worry. China sets anti-dumping deposits on U.S. sorghum. That's a funny little headline from old Chuck, too, isn't it? Sorghum. Anti-dumping deposits. I'm going to recommend that we would plant vast copious amounts of sorghum as it can feed us and re... Or what's he say? You know, the uh, you're, hey, guy. you're... you're uh, I lost my train of thought. Are you watching that, that show? Uh, no. Ooh. I, I can't. It just, I, it's too much, too much darkness. I might've given up on it too, but I haven't, there's not, I, any. I mean, I'm not saying it's not a great show. I'm sure it's still That's all right, but it's, doing its thing, but I need, I need levity right now. Ooh. China's commerce ministry announced on Tuesday that anti-dumping deposits of 179% will be levied on us sorghum. Thanks. You, who are you blaming for that, Mark? I'm just telling you, if you think you got a sorghum's problem like me, it's uh, about to get a lot more pricey. You're a lot wait, more... but you don't need sorghum. I need less sorghum. And this sounds like it might no, make No, we're for... confusing so many metaphors because I don't actually have sorghums because <laughs> oh, right. sorghums is not a real disease. <laughs> no, it's like a wheat thing, isn't it? It's like a no, grain. No, sorghum is a thing, yes. So it's a grain. A superfood, I'm sure. It's a total superfood and it's going to get pricey. And they use it in stuff, but it, that's just why it's in there. So wait, linger on this one? Is that just a note to me? <laughs> yeah, this is a good one to linger on. Suggestion. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, uh-huh, you set that one up. A tiny tooth sensor tracks what you eat, and it could help you be healthier. This uh, comes to us from Singularity Hub. Don't couch your headline too much. It could help you be healthier. It could. The sensor so good. in question is made of a porous silk film. You might also call it a hydrogel. Mm. Now, what it does is it responds to changes in pH or temperature. The active layer sandwiched between two square-shaped gold outer panels. No, so the active layer. A little, bit, layer. Of bling, little yep. bit of bling. Okay. The sensor's middle layer detects chemicals and nutrients reacting to different inputs with a shift in its electrical properties. Oh, it's the science is so that sciencey. Shift causes the sensor to transmit a different spectrum and intensity of radio frequency waves back to the app. And there's an app? Things just two millimeters on each side. The sensor is impressively tiny, and it succeeded in detecting sugar, salt, and alcohol, a level one carcinogen. (laughs) And look at it, right? We'll have Mm -hmm. to somehow get this picture out to you good people, but... um, That just looks like a little bit of bling to me. That's like a badge. That's like, that's a... An elite rich man's badge of honor right there. No, you look like a dick. I bet that, you I bet you like ass, they I care. bet your ass spray's already got one of these. That's what I'm saying. That kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. 
I am hacking the shit out of myself right now. Biohacking. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. I got to get on that podcast with Ferris tonight. The quantified self thickens. Let me, let me live cast. Look at this thing I got on my tooth. See, I, I suspect that what you're trying to get me to do is respond to the tech or maybe somehow UX element of this story. <laughs> oh, God. No, I hadn't thought but of that. But that's not going to happen, Mark. Because you know what jumps out to me is, the, <laughs> is pH levels. Uh, because I had a trip to the dentist every once in a while, every four or five years, my, my, one of my cleanings for the year. Where is this going? One of my cleanings for the year. It happens every four or five years. I need fillings replaced. It's, it's just demoralizing. I have, I have a number of fillings. Yeah. I'm we, prone we, to cavities. Why do you have to get them replaced? Well, cause one of them fell out. One are of they, them's like they getting, are the old silver ones or they've no, all, no, they're just like in one in the back is like got some really tight crevices that are just, there's a little bit of decay yeah, in there. You don't have to tell me about a tight crevice. So anyway, I, that, I never liked that. that you never all, liked that, what? That, like going to the dentist and being told I have cavities. Oh uh, yeah. I feel like such a degenerate. Like I hate you're dying. It. Right. And, uh, and I kind of don't like my dentist right now. I think he's kind of a dick. This isn't an old ball peen hammer though. No, I'm not mentioning any dentist names. Okay. Um, he just rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. Um, so anyway, but the hygienist, who's great, they have great hygienists. She tells me, this is fucking news to me. This is like, you know, people not knowing that alcohol is a level one carcinogen. Uh-huh. Oh. That coffee jacks up the pH balance in your mouth and makes it a cesspool for cavities. All that acidity is terrible for uh, your teeth. Well, do you want me to dig a little deeper on that for you into the sorghum's world? Uh, mm, people okay. with severe and chronic acid reflux... It burns away the enamel on your fucking teeth, man. Yeah, but that's You'll stomach have, acid, bro. Well, but it's but it's triggered by coffee and alcohol and all these level one carcinogens that you're so worried about. Coffee is not a level one carcinogen. Oh, you wait. There's no wood dust in coffee. <laughs> no, but what you're saying is like acid reflex. That's actually causing stomach acid to come up. Yeah, it comes stomach up. Stomach acid is a str definitely a strong enough acid to eat through your enamel. You wouldn't, coffee is not that acidic, You're but saying, it is acidic. Just swirling it around in your mouth on its own. Well, you know it stains them yellow. I don't really care about that. I've given up on having pearly whites. I just want chompers. It's want easy to teeth. get them again if you just spend the money. I don't give a shit about any of that. Yeah, me, me neither. I just don't want to lose any teeth. No. <laughs> and uh, so the hygienist said, you know, I said, oh, I should probably just stop drinking coffee. She's like, or, you know, just try and, she's like, do you drink a lot of coffee? And I was like, uh... Yeah, you know, maybe I sip on it throughout the entirety of the day. And she mm. just said, you know, just drink it. All drink. Up, try and drink it all in once in a short period of time and then brush your teeth. Or or rinse your, or drink a glass of water after. Even some mouthwash, my friend. Ugh. So I've been brushing That's what more. I do. I have one cup in the morning. I'm, I'm, I'm becoming that guy, Mark. Oh, boy. Uh, and I'm Welcome brushing to my right club. afterwards. <laughs> and then at night I'm using the... Every decision has seven <laughs> or eight consequences. <laughs> The, the prescription fluoride toothpaste that I neglected to use, it, it's Whoa. probably like five or six years old. It was you prescribed to me. You don't need prescription toothpaste. That no, is the I think, sign. No, of... because my gums are receding a little bit down here. It'll help bring them back up. Please. I know. It's big pharma trying to get fluoride it's in my big, system. Big dentistry just going like, yeah, this will work. Well, whatever. I'm trying it out. I've had the tube for like five years. It probably isn't even working, but... Hey man, and I'm I got my own little mouthwash in my bag now, so I'm using that throughout the day. <laughs> there we go. I'm just trying to take so care of my mouth. That's a total. I got all scared straight, homie. <laughs> Carrying around mouthwash. Just leave it at the salon. Oh, you're not there every day. No, I have, I'm there a fair amount. 
Nope. So there's a, there's a bottle in a locker at the salon. Too. Absolutely. Neilandhaysalon.com. That is that is being a smart middle aged man with kids because yeah. you it's not like you have to lug all the stuff around. You just need to keep it in key locations. What might I need? You just got to augment your habits or, or actually change your habits. You change augment your, habits. your lifestyle, but you need to like have triggers to lifestyle shit. Set new habits. Change your lifestyle shit. Um, and you know, it'll keep changing on you. So that's your big concern here. Yeah. That it measures the pH. So that's a good thing. You'd want to have it on there, drink a cup of coffee and go, oh no. No, I think I can just live with the fear of like yeah. pHs. And your, um, your teeth will be fine. And once you've chosen the right diet for you, then wearing a sensor like this could help you get your quantity spot on. Let's suck all the fun out of life. How about that? Here we go. Ideally helping you improve your diet and thus your overall health. The sensor is just the latest in a series of wearable tech, bruh. <laughs> Springing from the quantified self movement. Did I not say quantified self? Did Before you? Before I even read this? Check the tape, man. <laughs> I'll check the clip. Ugh, the UX flows, dude. Still through me. Um, Fitbits, smartwatches. Okay, here's the problem with all this shit, dude. Yeah. Mountains of data. Yeah. It's, it's hey, similar hey. to the, the problem. <laughs> oh, 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 man, oh. he hooked you. Hey, God. You're fiddling with the cat. Dude. All right. Back. Jesus. Just want to pet the cat. <laughs> all the quantified self stuff, though. And it's just like your phone and all your photos. And uh -huh. it's just piles of data. Data, data. That doesn't get used. It's it's Facebook selling it to the Russians. It's detritus, Mark. <sighs> Digital detritus. It is. <gasps> health health data detritus is. People assume it doesn't matter because it's invisible and it's just like this kind of like esoteric clutter. But it's real. It's there. It's when you're talking. You. you don't have to convince me. I have been years ahead of the curve at cleaning up my detritus trail online. Oh, I thought you were going to say know me. Like years ahead of the curve and like being paranoid about shit. No, I clean shit up. I delete old accounts I don't use. Oh, I know. I can never turn to you if I need like an old email. Or exactly. Text or, you Do you have say, that you didn't photo? Save that photo. You're like, uh, 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 no. Well, I put it on Instagram. Well, when I clean out Instagram, I delete photos selectively every six months. Yeah, you only delete the photos that we have no backup of. Yeah, why? It's a good system. Come on. No, it's good. It's, it's fine. meant it's to be ephemeral. It's meant Stardust to be ephemeral. Absolutely. And snowflake. So well. yeah, I don't know. You know, this is just another like little, like just, uh, that. That was what that was what that's what technology's flooded with because of UX and everything. It's just like, do we we innovate because we can? You know, it doesn't really solve a problem. There is a lot of Maybe that. Maybe it does on. a little bit, but like, do you really need a sensor in your tooth telling you when you're eating poorly? But it could just be this discovery phase, doing a lot of like crap that doesn't have high utility, but you got to get all that going and you got to get measure all this data so that you know what to do with it one day. Well, what you need, does it say there's an app? I don't know. You need. No, oh, there's an app. The successful products like this have an app. But then you got this thing stuck on your element. tooth, beaming RFID radio shit out to your app all day long. That's not good for you either. You might get a gum cancer. Totes. But I mean, I don't know. If, if, if uh, the app can like make sense of all this data That's and make it theory. useful to the, to the user, to the consumer. You are all about usability. Then maybe it's got a chance. Otherwise, it's just another piece of ridiculous Silicon Valley orgy bling. Well, that's what it is right now. And I ain't buying it. I think we should listen to some music. Please. Uh, this song is called Subliminal Cuts. By I am enjoying this nighttime groove, though. Oh, it is. Are you going to keep it going with this cut? Yeah, this this cut is groovy as shit, man, by Fujiya and Miyagi. I remember them. We've played their music before. I believe we interviewed them. If you go to our 
what's that thing called? Where's the blo- is uh, it medium? Medium. Yeah, we have a medium page. There's some great uh, band interviews. What it didn't didn't we have like a kitsch? Wasn't it like a kitsch? Or I thought there was like a recurring theme with those. Uh, you would we just you ask would, them. You would ask it was like bands, the same dumb questions. You would ask them stupid food questions. Oh yeah, that's right. Here, look, you interviewed uh, so many wizards. Oh, they were good. Porcelain raft, the dig, chasms. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah some. Here they are. Oh, speak of the devil. Fujia and Miyagi has acid reflux. What the fuck? That was the story. Oh man, wait, read. Let's. What the, I'm here. I got it. That's crazy. What, what is that know? acid reflux? What gives you acid reflux? Too much fizzy pop and sugary things in general. I've cut a lot of that out now. Acid reflux is no laughing matter. Dude wants to keep his teeth. All right. Well, let's. Uh... <laughs> and then your follow-up question: If two is a stew, what are the main ingredients? Track two. I think there's a song called Two. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's listen to this song. Subliminal cuts. <laughs> Thank you. 
my goodness. Pretty good. What is going on over there? That's not me. Oh, that's me. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just posting a story. Oh, shit. Having a bit of fun. <laughs> Damn it. Ha- having a laugh. Oh, no. Yeah. Wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I know. You were really locked into something <laughs> over there. Um, so that was a good song, don't you think? It was just what you asked for. That's a nighttime groove. You know, things are getting sleepy down here. I can, listen, I can listen to that on my uh, ride back. Oh, I think you should. Well, how? Oh, it's on SoundCloud. The SoundCloud link is right oh, here. Oh, perfect. Right here in the dock, uh, text the Soundhawk. That's how you get this dock, 303-548-6877. Text him your email address. You'll get on our MailChimp. Uh, <laughs> what? That's, this is the product. We call it a newsletter. <laughs> you don't have to call it our MailChimp. Hey, we enjoy the uh, usability and ease of use of their wonderful templates. Um, this is a strong beer, this experimental India pale ale from Upslope. It is. It's doing fine. I normally things. don't do much with a pale ale. You know me. Did you bring that just for me? Absolutely. Why did you have those at your house? Uh, uh, yeah. oh, we had somebody over for dinner. Yeah, some. Yeah, not just for me. After, yeah. Afterthought. But no. thank you. <laughs> oh my god. You know someone else who likes IPAs, and you invite them to your house for dinner. You see how it is. Uh, I want to tell you about that song. Please. Even it's a distant memory now. Uh, that was inspired by a Columbo episode called Double Exposure from 1973. Uh, the murderer in said episode splices frames into a film which pushes his victim into a vulnerable situation, which proves to be his undoing. Uh, at a stretch, now I'm, I'm quoting from... What is, he, what is this from? I'm reading from their description of where that oh, song came from. Oh, this is their own. That first part was paraphrase, paraphrased, but this is... I got a mustache hair in my nose. <laughs> This is a direct quote right here. At a stretch, you could point to parallels to how social media manipulates its users. In essence, though, it's just a disco song about a TV program. So there you go. There's your Stardust and Snowflake uh, dichotomy for that song. Is clit a bad word? No, it's anatomical. Yeah, but the the abbreviated form? Um, Pretty bad, right? Like, it's, it's got an edge to it. It's kind of aggressive. No? What do you want to call a podcast clit no, I'm I, know just, th- I know you think Natcha has edge to it I'm just re- <laughs> yes. should we change our whole name to clit 9000 yeah clit cast that could you that's uh, that's got legs probably get some good listens out of that I don't know I guess it depends on how it's used I'm just thinking back to our Natch reacts episode is uh glands a bad word glands no how about ganglion no how about inguinal ganglion? Yeah, but you're not saying clitoris. How about uh, dickhead? That well, is in the head of your dick. Yeah, I mean, more. It's like the same basic uh, biomaterial. <laughs> it's biomaterial. So, Mark, uh, I have a feeling you want to linger on this next one, too. <laughs> uh, hey, this is another callback. Wasn't it just last episode where you were talking... Something about bivalves, you're all like, that's the future. They're filtering the, <laughs> something about bivalves. Bivalves and AI. Yeah, bivalves and AI. That was I last episode. exactly how they're connected. Oh, but here's, the, here's the, the topic on the table. Are scallops actually vegan? Asks Melissa Kravitz. Uh, no relation. <laughs> make, make the joke. Uh, this is Which on. joke? Yeah, some sort of Kravitz joke. About his big 
inguinal ganglion <laughs> bursting out of his skin tight lycra jeans on stage? Is that the joke you're waiting for? <laughs> yep. If only this were a visual medium. Munchies. To complicate matters. This one. I, 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 I. Oh, perfect. That's, that's uh, the vice tiger. They didn't think you properly attributed, but you did. I did. So I calmed the calmed vice the tiger, tiger down. This whole notion of labeling vegetarian, vegan, what, what separates the two, what is and what isn't vegan, how strict do you have to adhere to it? Okay. To complicate matters, there's an entire movement dedicated to vegan eating, which argues that seafood truly belongs in a vegan diet, inside a vegan diet. Like pushed up with a finger like that? Yep. <laughs> the Segan movement asks, as societal definitions and categorizations shift in pretty much all aspects of life as we discover and understand more about the world, why should we blindly accept the bivalves? <laughs> Your favorites. Sea creatures with a hinge shell, such as oysters, clams, mussels, scallops. Why don't they fit in a vegan diet? Wake me when it's over, man. No, these are good questions. <laughs> But here's what I'll tell you. If it's not the Jim Morrison fat is beautiful diet. You don't give a shit anymore. I don't. And like, I don't know. The need to like belong to adhere and belong to some strict diet is it's a little, Preach it. it's a little culty. Oh yeah. You know? Totally. I mean, do it for yourself. But everybody wants to be in some cult. Uh, have a good personal reason to do it, but don't, you don't need to affiliate so strongly exactly. with others. Exactly. You don't need to push that shit on other people. Exactly. I mean, yes. Oh, Swami. The earth is in crisis. Just do your part. And you're not going to convince other people to do their part by being so hardline, right? But, but that's, that's the nut of this question mark because... Question mark? Mark? Because these bivalves... This is what you, you need to get to. Okay. Doesn't have a central nervous system. It's like almost like a Venus flytrap opens and closes when you wave a piece of raw burger... What are you looking at? I'm trying to record for a story, but I can't figure out how to do it. <laughs> did you, you did you Instagram all the damn time? Did you did you post something to the story? No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, it's not there. What, dude? Fucking bullshit! I spent a lot of time on that. <laughs> yeah, you didn't do it. No, it's right there. What? I'm looking at it. Is that on your account? No, it's on the Natch Nine Thousand, dude. This is good audio. Oh, boy. Why is it not there? Oh, boy. Couldn't wait, huh? Oh, there it is. It's coming in. It just took a while. People were, they were almost Oh, look interested. at you. Yes. <laughs> That's one of my favorite stickers. Did you see the, 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 the what is it? What is this? The upset tummy <laughs> face having to look at your feet. Unbelievable. How well, do I, I mean, how do I add to this? You can't Fuck. touch what I've already done. I want to add a story to add a segment, whatever you call it. This isn't an Instagram <laughs> for 45 year olds podcast. Most people know how to do it. Shit. You, I just, used... you just nod your head when you figured it out. They don't care. <laughs> okay. You keep talking. Here's the question, Mark. Ooh. Can these bivalves be considered vegan? Now to some, they are nothing more than like ocean Sophisticated ocean plants, Venus flytraps of the sea. But why do you like bivalves so much? Why were you saying that last episode? Oh, that the because, future was AI and bivalves. Well, because bivalves clean up all the mess in the ocean. They turn. There you go. Detritus and waste into so, edible uh, muscle paste. I was trying to go for a rhyme. You got pretty close. And and their opening and closing isn't a response. It's not like a 
thinking response to something. It's like if you put a piece of raw burger near a Venus flytrap, it closes down on it. Would you stop with the Instagram storying? <laughs> oh, I know what's happening. How to do it? You still haven't figured out how to do it? Huh? All this time. All right, here's what's... Oh, <laughs> I still can't figure out how to do it. We're lingering on this for all the long... Did you the just tell me reasons. how to do it? <laughs> what do you mean how to do it, man? I'm in the story. How do you add to the story? You hit the plus button. There's no plus button. Oh, way up top there. God damn, what... <laughs> I got it. Don't worry, man. I, I think you're it. running a different OS. <laughs> no, nah, I got what it. You on iPhone 3 over I'm there? I'm good. I'm good. I got it. What is that brick? All right. I'm with you. Are you? Does anyone care at this point? You're doing <laughs> another one? Tell me. Give me the nut of the story. What, for the fifth time? Here, so- I'll give you the sub nut here. PETA, uh, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, does not endorse eating any type of bivalves. Quote, we aren't sure how much pain and suffering bivalves are, bivalves are capable of feeling. Counter argument, Mark, uh, there's no consciousness, so they're basically sea vegetables. Well, you really bang up job of just tossing quotes in here. <laughs> I can't Zero even context. type, dude. I don't think I had had a beer in a while. All right. I know. This is like a freaking mallet. <laughs> this podcast became very unlistenable, too. Keep going. We've got two stories left. We'll be fine. <sighs> How do you do stickers? <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude, they're high, they're high in a B12, the vitamin that vegans usually supplement with a pill. So there's another great reason. Here's your great reasons. Uh, they clean the shit out of the oceans. They're probably just like more intense looking uh, Venus fly traps. Joyce is very upset. Flo, Flo, we've discussed uh, this. Mornings are okay. for coffee and Hopper. contemplation. Coffee and contemplation. I can do the contemplation, but it's too late for coffee. I don't need that pH imbalance in my mouth. Um, now this one, I think we're going to want to linger on, Mark, because it's it's hitting, it's cutting close to the bone here. Oh, I love it. This one's called Bad News Booze. Uh, and the question from Julia. Oh, wait, Belouz, are we done with the bivalves? You were paying no attention. I gave you the wrap-up. You were still fiddling with your story. Here's the last point. No, we're done. One quick point. What? What? Is, what? <laughs> Why so quick? <laughs> Vegans. If you are a real vegan, huh? you ain't getting any B12. Dude, so you, I said the B12 thing. You did say that. <laughs> Less dramatically, but yes. All right. Never mind. You can go on. All right. So I'm this, just picking a sticker. This last story comes from Julia Belouz at Vox Media. You said that she needed a sound cue. And now you're not just, you're not. I listening. would love a sound cue for Julia Belouz. You Belouze. are so distracted by Instagram. <laughs> Save it for your next bowel movement, man. I can't get rid of the stickers now. Okay. My Julia Belouz sound cue, I think, would be I want, I want it kind of like monster trucky, like Belouz. Something like let's, that. Well, let's make it right now, and you can do it in post. Julia Baluth! Julia Baluth! No, let's try and harmonize. Maybe you do... It's Baluth. Baluth! And then you need to harmonize that. You need okay. to Baluth! Oh, that's terrible. Okay. What was wrong with that? That's just not what I was picturing. What... Uh, it's time to rethink how much booze may be too much. Now, we teased at this story in Natriac's episode Zero Waste, uh, which was live from uh, Expo Waste? Waste Expo. <laughs> <laughs> confusing. Expo Waste with Expo West. <laughs> Waste Expo 2018. New Hope coming at me with the brain-twisting 
tongue Where, teasers. Where's the beer emoji? Oh, boy. There we go. Now I'm done. As soon as I get this going. All right. So there was a, a big uh, international study, 600,000 participants. And I believe what differentiated this study from a lot of past studies, especially ones tied to like trying to to uh, tie alcohol intake, moderate alcohol intake with some sort of health benefit, is that those tests would usually compare non-drinkers to uh, moderate to heavy drinkers, I believe is how this went. This test, you're looking at light drinkers compared to moderate and heavy drinkers. I believe they called the phenomenon sick quitters. Sick quitters. People who quit I didn't really buy that that much. Just, well, I didn't buy a lot of this study, honestly. Okay, good. Um, well, I didn't like that it got me extremely paranoid about my IPA consumption. That it wasn't okay to have one to two a day? Yes, namely. <laughs> okay. Not to put a too fine a point on it. No, that was the perfect fine point. It was F-Y-N-E fine. Um, so <laughs> new research on alcohol and mortality and a growing awareness about the rise in alcohol-related deaths in the U.S. is causing a reckoning, Mark. Mm. Ooh, the tarot. Oh, shit, I gotta get the tarot cards on that. <laughs> um... A reckoning among researchers about even moderate levels of alcohol consumption, uh, disturbing reports of the alcohol industry's involvement in funding science that may have helped drinking look more favorable. How about that? Little, that happens too. They drop that little nugget on you. Josh reads a chart. I actually looked at this chart once before. Uh, the hazard ratio compared or set against the usual alcohol consumption in grams per week. It spikes once you get up, <laughs> once you get above two hundred grams per week. Just the tip, ears perk up right now. What the hazard ratio rockets up? No surprise there. What is this store called? General? No, wait, what was it? Uh, average. Average. <laughs> average. I'm not. You. That is weird to see on a graph. There's usually not just average plunked right in the middle. What, what store called average? I thought maybe it was Aldo. Was, you know. No, Aldo was already on there. I have no excuse. <sighs> okay. Okay. Uh, the research estimated that men who have their alcohol consumption... They, we don't need any of this. Let's get just, to it. I'm a man. I'm going to read this part. From 14 drinks a week to about seven might gain one or two years. See, that's a thing, too. All right. You want me to, you want me to give you the, the lowdown on this, Mark? You were going to give me the subnut. The subnut is this. Here's your insider. Sitting in the beanbag. The problem with this study is it didn't take into account any other uh, factors. Right. Any other lifestyle variables that might like point to the, you know, point more heavily towards certain conclusions. Obvious ones like smoking. <laughs> yep. Do you smoke? Do Socioeconomic you status. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what they said. Like beer and spirits, uh, according to this study, people who that I kind of buy though, right? Beer and spirits seem to have a higher mortality rate than people who only consume wine. wine. And yes, wine. Maybe from a socioeconomic standpoint. Uh, and the, and they made That's some point gonna, about like beer the, drinkers maybe being like laborers or blue collar workers who right. like lead more stressful lives might also smoke, no act, don't, don't have, have access have to healthcare ac oh yeah for uh, for exercise for acne but yes wine drinkers often tend to be maybe a little more well think of Dave Carney and his uh, white wine exactly you know although They're, I think it's red wine is probably the healthiest we think yeah resveratrol here's the other thing you live forever on that shit. Pretty much everything having to do with drinking is a form of wishful thinking. You're drinking. It's and what's wrong with that? Nothing. But that's the thing. My point is. You have to shed this mortal coil. Pretending that there are health benefits tethered to something that is so clearly bad for you. 
is wishful thinking. I mean, if you have, if you drank two more of those IPAs, Mark, you would feel like a bag of fucking cat shit in the morning. Well, and, and you know, there's not too many other uh, healthy things that you ingest that if you have too much of immediately make you feel that way. Right. I can't drink more than one beer. Oh, I know. You're pushing it with this IPA. You're a lager man. And I've, I've, you know what? I've thrown away your quote unquote empties. You don't even drink the whole can. What are you talking about? There is always about one eighth. Oh, no, no, no. I am not that guy. You are not draining the cans. BS. That is slanderous. It is not. I'm, you're probably, where are you, you hearing this it's, shit? It's mostly backwash. Where are you hearing this shit? You've thrown away my empties. This, I do. Mm. All right. Um, I don't know. Basically, this says, yeah. But okay, the one takeaway, I'm sorry. The one thing that I've repeated countless times throughout episode 132, Kim Deal Appreciation Society and Natch Reacts. Uh, zero waste is that what people don't realize about alcohol is that it is a level one carcinogen. <laughs> Can you get away from a level one carcinogen? <laughs> well, that, that's the lead that gets buried everywhere. That is true. You're not in every article about how a glass of wine is good for your heart. They're not saying. But you know what? Pay Here. no mind to the fact that it's a level one carcinogen. It's you, as bad for you as fucking leather dust. So, you know, and that's what's not in the study, too. They no, didn't, people they didn't not, tell these people. People don't were, talk about that enough. <laughs> there, there might have been a huge subset of this uh, study that were leather workers. You know, they're saddle makers. Well, they're just wearing a lot of leather and they're not dusting it off. People they... aren't buying saddles the way they used to. So, yeah, they're having to drink a cheaper grain alcohol. They're fucking drinking moonshine and breathing in leather dust. <laughs> I think that. So, of course, that's going to fuck that's with the, the data. Point. If you hit... 10 people on the street, downtown Denver, downtown New York, downtown San Fran. You go wherever you want to go. Is alcohol good or bad for you? They'd be like, oh, you know, it's okay, blah, blah, blah. It's as bad as leather dust. Did you know that? They wouldn't know. Hey, if you're in the Tenderloin District especially, <laughs> especially, there's going to be some, some fearful eyes. You did such a good job with this story, and especially reading that chart. I'm going to give you the last quote so we can sum it up and get to tarot here. Last quote, not a lot of people know. No, no. If you try to abide oh, you by said the every, last quote. I'm g- if you try to abide by every public health warning out there for every adverse effect, you'd have a miserable life. You wouldn't do anything. Yep. You're not doing your leather Jim craft. Mo- Jim Morrison's fat diet. We need to get on board with that. Wood dust, level one carcinogen. What are you gonna stop making pine box derby cars? I don't think so. What? Asbestos. What are you not gonna go shoot hoops in the basement anymore? <laughs> Because you're worried about the popcorn ceiling? Come on. That's fine. Uh, but, you know, a lot, not a lot of people know this, Mark, uh, but alcohol is a level one carcinogen. <laughs> Mark, I am in a, a mood right now. So what I think I'd like to do is actually, uh, I want you. We're going to wrap this up? Oh. I want you to read my tarot. <laughs> oh, shit. And the question will be, should I uh, curb my IPA consumption? Well, I need a deck. I'm going to go get the deck. I'm going to pause it or... Look. All right. Um, you don't like shuffle it like a deck of cards, but you you don't need your computer anymore. You can, I know. I'm moving can, it. You can get rid of that. Watch the cord. Whoa. All right. I'll just do a little of this. Everybody uh, has their own tarot style. No, that's true. Do you want the uh, mimeograph booklet or do you want to freestyle? I'll just freestyle. Oh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> 
I freestyled last week and it was amazing. <laughs> what was the question? Should I be a nudist? Oh, oh yeah. you got to touch that. You got to touch that. Okay. Ooh, here's an, I'm going to breathe on it with my IPA breath. <laughs> They're warm, aren't they? What am, that just puts your essence into it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can still. You can fiddle. No, but you know what? I want that one. Okay. Now, let's just do a past, present, future. Let's just do a standard three-card read. <laughs> You've learned. Oh. <laughs> it's like the, the, the student becoming the teacher. I like it. But I'm going to do it a little different. You're just going to. No, you got it. You, okay. You got to hey, do one at a time. Okay, I'll no, do it one at a time. No, 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 no. Do it how you want. Oh, you are going to do it how you want. I don't look. What do you mean you don't look? I put the cards one, two, three, face down and then turn them. Oh, no, no. Okay, okay. Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> Jesus, this reading is jacked. There. Uh, already suspect. No, it's totally fine. What am I looking at there, Mark? Uh, you're looking at the <clears throat> Ten of Pentacles. Pro. Is that right? Yeah. Do you, do you want me to look at this and see how close you're getting? Sure, you can do that. I mean, I think we know right away. Something beeped. Oh, I think Nicole's home. <laughs> Something right away we know. You've got ten of them in there. All right. Ten of pentacles. Do we need to wrap? Probably in a minute. That's too many. That's your that's your insight? Uh-huh. That's my reading. Recording? <laughs> we're live. We were finishing up. We were doing our tarot reading. <laughs> How was the show? That was really good. The video was good. That was a really good show. Good. All right, we're almost done. Almost done. <laughs> All right, Ten of Pentacles. We've had a guest, though. What? Oh, I know. Hat tip. Nikki <laughs> of Needle in the Hay Salon. Needle in the One, Hay two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's ten of them. You got a couple little dogs. You got some people. You got a little baby boy there tugging on a dog's. You see this? You looking at this? I'll, all I'm getting from this, though, yeah. all I need to know, mm-hmm. the past, your life is full of pentacles. All right. Um, I'm going to just call that abundance of IPA. It's fine. I've proved the point. Abundance We've, is good. Abundance. We've proved that yeah, the reading so far is accurate. Conclusion. We have proved. Hey, you're doing great. That it's on point. It is. Uh, the past on, is the no past. No pun intended. Look at all the points. We've verified on the, all those the past. Present Knight of Wands. Knight of Wands. Present. You're That's at a it. sleeper. <laughs> uh, let's see. You've got a. You got a guy. He appears to be holding a giant carrot. Mm-hmm. No, that's not right. Mm. <clears throat> that's a. Do you want to know what that is? Uh, it's a staff. It's a short wand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the diminutive little wand. He is pulling so hard on this bucking horse. He wants this horse. He wants to keep it in check. Oh, he's trying to control. He's something. trying to control Ooh. the ten pentacles. All that IPA that has just been mollifying you. Mollifying. Oh, Mark. This is so. What we've got yet again. We've proved the readings accurate. It it fits you. It never fails. It all falls to this third card. It never fails. What's the future hold, Mark? Oh. Like, uh oh. Is it a is it a perennial favorite? No, I don't know what it is, but it's a clear. It's a sign. It is a major sign. What are you holding? My I am holding. I believe that's the. <laughs> Four of Cups? <laughs> oh, the dreaded Four of Cups. Is that bad? Oh, I have no idea. No, look at it, my friend. This guy, he's almost as serene as a Buddhist monk. He's sitting here cross-legged. Mm. His hands are folded. 
Mm-hmm. There's a little fart cloud handing him a cup. Would you say he's contemplating? That's you in your present and past. You're thinking, you're like, oh, do I need to give up? Mm. There are four cups. And this guy's doing just fine, Josh. Mm. Look at it. You're not looking at it. You're reading your little mimeograph. Look at it. Wow. Look at it. Oh, sorry. The spirit is offering him the cup. That's a little fart cloud. It is a little fart cloud. Well, I don't care if it's a spirit. Do you want want me to... Does it matter? Someone is offering him the cup. But how does he feel about it? He is fine. He's serene. He doesn't care? He's perfectly at peace. He could take it or leave it is what you're saying. No, you are forcing a reading here. (laughs) I don't know what you're trying to say. (laughs) What I'm saying is this man, this to me is a picture of health. Okay. He's not agitated. He's not stressed. He's not. He's fine. They're that's handing fine. him the cup. You're right. He could take it. He could, that's a great reading. He could take it or leave it. But well, what that's I'm what infer- I'm asking you. He could take it or leave it, which means mm-hmm. it ain't no problem to take it. In fact, he's already had three right there. <laughs> he's already had three <laughs> he's IPAs. On his fourth. So the future is that I'm destined to like go from from two I, IPAs to three. I think you could go all the way up to four, <laughs> and you'd be fine. That's just a license to imbibe. Thanks for the great reading. You heard it here. Episode 132. Uh, Kim Deal Appreciation Society, thank you so much for joining us. Um, you know, whisper in your lover's ear, text the Soundhawk. What's that number, Soundhawk? You know it by heart. 303-388-8580. Oh, I'm sorry. That was the number to Needle in the Hay Salon. Uh, we're also online at needleinthehaysalon.com. Unbelievable. Um, I, you know it. I don't, actually. <laughs> I know the 303 part. That's What's the fine. next number? 548 Six one seven three six eight seven seven six eight seven seven. That's how you get on the the newsletter. You get the newsletter. You get the link to the Google Doc. In the Google Doc, you get the SoundCloud link to the Fuji and Miyagi, Fujiyama and Miyagi song. Uh, Fujia, Fujia and Miyagi. They have oh. acid reflux. Oh, so it's amazing that they have acid reflux and can this can this, groove like that. But I mean, clearly this whole episode has been some sort of fortuitous alignment of the science. pH levels on this uh, episode are off the charts. Spot on. So I encourage you to listen with a glass of milk, the base, if you will. Although you've already listened, so I can't encourage you to go back in time. Oh